quenching of the overflow. Amen. Now, you know, okay, let's read verse 1. Now, the wife of one of the sons of the prophets cried to Elijah. Now, who was crying to Elisha? The wife of one of the sons of the prophets. So, he cried out to Elisha. <clears throat> now, when we talk about one of the sons, we're talking about, you see, Elisha uh, and Elijah had they, 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 you know, they had people that were that they were training in the prophet school. You know that they were there in ministry. You know that they were training, and so. the widow of the Lord's prophet. So what do we see here? We see that this is the this is the man of God. Are you with me? You know, this is the man of God and the man of God was doing the will of God. Now, it says here, the woman, the wife, says now to Elisha, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. It says, he is dead, and Elisha, he was one of the, your understudy. You know, he was one of uh, them that you were training. And then he says, you know that he feared the Lord. So there was no question about him living for the Lord. He was living for the Lord. You know, he was serving God. You know, he was doing the will of God. You know, he was committed <coughs> uh, to God. And, and all of that, yeah. it says, you know that your servant feared the Lord. In other words, this is unquestionable. You know, this is, it's not like we are wondering whether, Mary, did he serve God? Did he fear the Lord? You know, it says, you know that your servant feared the Lord. It says, but the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. Now, that is what I want to, to talk about, even as we're talking about, oh, we're going to, you know, that's where actually I want to start, and we'll continue. That he feared the Lord, but when he died, he had creditors. And so the Bible says here that 
the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. That he died, and when he died, he was owing some people. Are you with me? You know, he was owing some people. We welcome you, uh, Pastor Srapulo, all the way from Kempton Park. <laughs> hey, so Kempton Park is here. Thank you. Thank you uh, for coming. So, uh, should I talk about that? <laughs> so, uh, what happened is this was a bad state of affairs. That the servant of God, who feared God, who lived for God, that when he died, he had creditors. He had credit, and he had creditors. And that the wife and the children had no means to pay off the debt that the husband had. You know, what is this telling me? This is telling me that by just serving God, it, that it's not an automatic thing that you will be well financially. Yeah. The fact that you love God, the fact that you're committed to God, the fact that you, know, you are given to the work of God, that is, it is not automatic that, oh, God will look at you and say, oh, you serve me. Then, you know, things will go well with you. No. You have to personally put into practice the principles of the Lord. Because if you flaunt the principles while you love God, the principles will work against you. And, and that is why, church, it is so much in me to help children of God to get out of the situations that the people outside will look bad at the children of God because we are struggling, because we are poor, because we are sick, because, you know, uh, we, are, we are struggling just like everybody else is struggling. Yeah. It is really in me that we need to learn the principles of God so that we should come out of that situation. And so here is the man of God. He loved God, but when he died, things were bad. We should not be in a situation whereby when we die, our children struggle. You know, our spouses struggle. We should never be in that situation. You know, I dread to think about that when I die, you know, that you know, Pastor Luisa comes up here and say, you, you know your apostle, he feared God. But we don't even, hey, leka tusanyana, arzen kolekenyana, leorumoloka, to bury him, at least, let us, let's round the table. 
situation whereby uh, when we die we won't only leave our children amplified Bible New King James Bible you know and then uh, uh, the message you know uh, uh, translation you, know, you ask what did your parents leave you you know he, he left me message translation he left me King James version he left me amplified I think that's, if that's all that he left me. And notes that where he was writing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that should not be our portion. We should be in a situation whereby when you pass on, your children are well taken care of. That they won't, you know, kiss you while your body is lying in the grave. They said, you know, oh, I don't like my father. A wicked father. You know, who never looked after us. And so, this was not good. So we need to make it a point that, you know, we are doing the principles of God, we are serving God, and we are seeing God working in our lives. You know, I determined when, I, when, when, I, when we went for ministry, I, I said it in my heart that, you know, I will serve God, and wherever I learn about the principles of God, I will put them into practice, you know, so that when I die, actually even before I die, that my wife will never struggle in life. You know, my children will never struggle in life. And so one of the, one of the things uh, that I make sure that, you know, happens is that I deal away, I do away 
blessing stealers. You know the blessing stealers? You know, I do away with them. You know, thieves that are coming in to steal the blessing and to block the blessing of the Lord in my life. Uh, that I do away with it. Now, one of the things, as the pastor, you know, one of the things that steals blessing from us is when I am unfaithful with God's resources. If the finances are meant for the church and then I take them for myself, that blocks, you know, it's like there is a blockage that comes in. You know, it just blocks the blessings of God upon your life. And that is why I said, you know, uh, while I was talking earlier on, I deliberately talked about this because it's part of the, you know, what I am talking about. You know, that we said to Pastor Grace, you know, when, you know, her tithe was stolen. We said that, please tell us how much because we want to replace it. Yeah. From our resources, we want to replace it because we don't, I mean, we took responsibility of it, you know, and, and uh, even after we recovered, whatever we recovered, said the balance, we will restore. So, now we have uh, pastors here and we have pastors watching online and so my idea, the critical thing that I want to say to all pastors, ministers is that, you know, make sure that you have clean hands over the finances of the church. Yeah. Make sure that you have clean hands uh, because if you can't handle that, you know, well, God just blocks the blessing coming your way. You know, that when you die, you would have died, but, and, and you will be like, you know, your wife will be like, or your children will be like this woman. You know, this widow says, my, you know, my husband, you know, love the Lord, but creditors are all out to uh, come and take from us. And so, that is, that is critical. I don't know how to really emphasize this. That is critical in our lives. You know, that you handle, you know, we, we can go back to the records, the first records of God's tabernacle still recorded, you know, the first tithe, still recorded. And all other tithes, and all the offering, still recorded. And, you know, we made it a point that uh, we opened the church's bank account you know, when we first started. And we transferred everything that belongs to the church you know, went straight into the church. And when somebody comes to, to me maybe and say, you know, we want to bless you, uh, I am very much careful. If I doubt, I inquire. 
Is this for the church or is it for us personally? If it's for the church, yeah, I don't want to keep it for me. It's not mine. Are you with me? Yeah, I take it. It, it goes straight to the church. It does not matter how much is it, you know, and how much I, I, I am in need, it does not matter. You know, if it's meant for the church, it goes to the church. You know, and if it's meant for us, then, you know, it comes to us. Are you with me? Yeah. And so, to block that, to make sure, I mean, to, to make sure that you do away with the things that will block the blessing upon your life. Be faithful to God. You know, for me, I would rather, uh, how, how can I uh, do it? I would rather give more unto the church than give less. And if I'm balancing you know, the figures, I would rather make sure that more goes to the church than you know, it comes to me because I know that I, I, I have settled the square, this score with God. Yeah. And the enemy cannot use that against my life. He cannot block, cannot steal, you know, finances from me because this has been meant for the church and I have, you know, it's like Achan. Eh? Achan stole what belonged to God. And the whole nation was judged. And so the same thing is still happening. You know, in the New Testament, uh, Sapphira and Ananias, you know, the same thing happening. You know, they, they, they presented as if, oh, this is all the money. And they kept others and God judged them. And so that is one thing that blocks the blessings of God in our lives. Yeah. Now, uh, that is just like, uh, you know, when you, you know, make sure that morally you live right. You live right morally. You know, that there are no issues. There is no Satan who can come and, you know, point and say, aha, but there is this thing about your life. Yeah. And so we clear all those things. You know, we clear, never take advantage of any person. You, know, you treat everybody in love. Now, these are basic things that uh, if are not adhered to can block the blessings of God upon your life. Are you hearing me? And so, the servant of God died, he was in a bad state. Yeah. And that should not be our portion. Yeah. We need to make sure that we are in a good state, even when we leave. Amen? So I made a commitment, I said that, you know, I will give God what, you know, give, what, I will give Caesar what belongs to Caesar, I will give God what, uh, uh, what is his, I will look after my family. Yeah, my family, we will look after. When we sacrifice, we sacrifice together. You know? And yes, you know, uh, we sacrifice a lot. 
you know. We sacrifice a lot as a family. We knew that there is a time of sacrifice. You, you, you cut off some things for the sake of the Lord. But that is not forever. Are you with me? I mean, after 29 years, you know, yes, if God says, you know, do this, we don't have a problem with it. You know, we gladly do that. But after 29 years, we're no longer sacrificing like the things that we sacrificed in the beginning. That is, as a family. At least, our children can have ice cream. Amen? You know, at least they can have McDonald's. You know, at least they can, uh, you know, wear good clothes. At least. Are you with me? And then, when that happens, please, we should not be thinking and looking at that and say, oh, the pastor is eating, you know, uh, the church's money. I mean, from year one, the, the uh, uh, Christian Family Church supported us. The first three months, it was a full salary. The next six months was half salary of what we were, uh, we were earning while we were on staff there. So for nine months, they supported us. And so uh, after that, uh, Pastor Luisa had to go back to uh, work. You know, and then, up, uh, uh, then I started, I think towards the end of that year, you know, I started, uh, you know, receiving salary, uh, uh, you know, from the church. So at that time, we had a board, a church board. And we sat down with them, and we said that uh, this is, I mean, we decided on the salary. And so, uh, you know, now, why did I do that? It's so that it should be clear, you know, what should come to me and what is not mine, you know. Uh, that I should know, Hori, I have, you know, when I, I do things, I do things because I have a salary. And then I spend everything, you know, personally, on my salary. So ever since then, we have been having, you know, a salary that we are re uh, reviewing, you know, every year. And not only my salary, but every uh, body, every staff members, we sit as a as a board, and you know, we look at, you know, as we do projections, as we do the budget, and so forth. So in that, there is also part of the salary. We look at the inflations, and so forth. And so, that is protecting me. So, nobody should be saying, oh, but, uh, you know, hey, Reboni, you know, that's a little monelo mungado, yeah. So, Raure, you know, uh, the pastor is going to, this, this week or now, he is well set up. There is nothing like that. Amen? Amen. You know, and so, uh, and, and, and I did that to make sure that my family is well taken care of. So we live, we always live within our means. Okay, this is our salary. So we will live within our salary. We don't go, we don't 
go beyond what we can afford. And so, also we are using that to sow, you know, and we tithe, yes. Uh, actually, when I receive my salary already, tithe has, has gone out. You know, and so, but we give out of, out of our, uh, uh, our salaries, you know, and so forth. So, I always say that uh, don't live from your salary. Your salary must be a bag of seed. Live from what you have sown. Did you get that? Yeah. And so, uh, even when we have our salary, we would, you know, we, as, as I say, we live within our means. You know, what I mean is we take a lot from our salary we sow. Now, after, you know, so many years now, I mean, now we are living in, we are reaping what we have been sowing. So basically, we are living from, you know, the harvest that we are getting. And it's exponential, exponential. Yeah. That it is, it has been growing. Yeah. And the more it grows is the more we sow. Because we see that this thing is working. And so, uh, we are not, by the grace of God, you know, pastors that would push people, please give us, or please, we need this, please, we do that. You know, that is not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is that from our personal resources, so, so, we don't live from, please help me, please help me. We live from, you know, we're sowing, and then from our sowing, we, we, we reap a harvest. We do have needs. Are you with me? You know, we do have needs, but, you know, I mean, there are a lot of things that we would want to, to do. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, when we, went, when we move on to our house, uh, where we are staying now, so he says that, please, you know, I don't want the old furniture. You know. So that furniture was for that house. You know, here, you know, we want a new. So it's Lepese Salemo, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so so we, we have, I'm not saying we should buy us furniture. I'm just making an example, right? Yeah. So we have such things we would love to do. You know, we want to improve this. We want to do this. But we won't come here and say, these are our needs. It's, my, it's, it's year end. Do pastor's appreciation. This year, you're buying a leather suit, you know, a, a, a lounge with a dining room. This year, this is what you are to buy. We never do that. Are you with me? And so, uh, we never, we, we, we told ourselves, we will never put anybody under pressure of whatsoever. But we will do the word of God. Yeah. We will sow towards what we need. Always sowing, always sowing, always sowing. 
and and god is just faithful always repeat so the tables must be turned your your mindset must be turned turn into you might be having needs you might be having situation but never look at begging and people you know a uh, wanting people to come to your aid because when you do that you will never come out of the poverty and the lag situation we learn from the macedonian church that paul says to the corinthians he says look at the grace of god that was upon the macedonian church that even in their poverty deep poverty you know they excel you know in their giving so actually the more you are poor is the more you give i know that this is not popular but you know this is very much important amen and so we made it a point that we you know i made it a point that my family will not struggle that they will take i know how i grew up i know uh, how much i mean many of us i know uh, sleeping under the table because that is the only spot i know living in a four room house that when we go to bed the dining room suit eh we take the tables we put the, the chairs we put them on top of the table and then you put a, a, a sponge and then you sleep there that's where i'm coming from so i know how to be in need and but i said that my children will never experience that it ended up with me it will never go any further and the only way of stopping that is by your giving that's the only way to stop that i wish there was a better way unfortunately there is no better way that is the best way because when when you're looking at you know uh, you giving out it is changing your mindset and that is what god you know wants for our lives hallelujah and so that's why i went out of my way to make sure that you know my children are well taken of my wife is well taken of you know and so forth like you know when we were building a house yes we did a lot of sacrifice because this is one of the things that i talk about because of focus yeah, you need to remain focused yeah. so i told everybody that we are focusing on the house so they will say you know we want to buy mcdonald no we are building now we want to buy ice cream we are building now we want to do this we are building for about 2 3 years yeah, there was none of those things every resource was being directed to the building 
they are enjoying the benefits. They even forgotten that there was time whereby they could not get an ice cream, you know, get a McDonald's or get things. You know, forgotten about that. So remaining focused, it's important. You, know, you, 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 you decide this is what I want to do. Fine, we are focusing on that. And so this state of affairs of this woman is what we should avoid in our lives. And so anyway, Elijah said that, what do you have? And I said that, you know, I only have a jar of oil. And he said, get containers everywhere, borrow from uh, your neighbors you know, and empty vessels, not, not too few. See, God will work with what you have. And God always works from where you are. He starts you from where you are. And so we know the story. She went out, got the containers, and then uh, the prophet said that, now put it you know, uh, into the containers, the jar of oil, and the oil just kept on flowing. So here is the thing. They had to do the natural thing, and God had to do the spiritual thing. Now, had, when, when did the, the, the oil stop flowing? When they ran out of the container, right? Who was responsible for the containers? It was them. It was not God. So God will do the supernatural depending on your natural. God will help you because you have done, you know, your homework. So had they not gone out to get containers, the jar of oil that was in the house would have just remained that one jar of oil. And so, we are trusting God for a miracle. We are believing God for a miracle. God will come and say, I want to give you a miracle, but I want you to do this. Are you with me? You know? And then if you don't do it, it's like God's hands are tied and say, I want to help this person, but how can I help this person? Because he is not taking steps. He does not want to go out there and get containers. In other words, he does not believe in me. He does not believe my weight. So how can I help him? And then, so you can keep on praying, keep on crying, God does not love me, and so forth, and God is saying, but I am waiting for you. You see, when God blesses us, He bless. There won't be money, you know, falling down from the sky. God will give you an idea. He'll give you a weight. And then I look at myself. You know how I've moved from one level to another is through the weight. God will give me. I want you to do this, and I will do that. And then that will just, you know. 
uh, catapult me into another level. And so we should not expect, when, you know, that we are blessed. We should not expect that, oh, God will just, without me doing anything, God will just bring, you know, uh, money into, into myself and, you know, and then I will be in the overflow. The overflow of oil, you know, dependent on the containers. The overflow was there, inherently so. Latent overflow in that just one uh, 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 jar of oil. The overflow was there. But for the overflow to be unleashed, the woman had to go and get the containers. So the natural things that we are to do are very critical. And you just don't do, you do what God inspires you to do. The woman had to get the weight of God, and the weight was go and get containers. Because had she gone and, and, and you know, had she gone and did something different, I mean, it wouldn't have worked. Amen? Yeah. And so, uh, that's what we see here. Now, uh, here's the thing. We, I, 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 uh, the other day I talked about the house that we gave, uh, our house, uh, 239 Zone 4, uh, where we were staying, that we, we felt that we need to give away this house, give away to the Lord. Now, we had a bond on it. And uh, so, but the difference, you know, we felt that the profit, all the profits that comes here, we have to sow it into the kingdom. And at that time, we wanted a bus, and so anyway, we sold them, and then we gave it to the church. Now, we bought the bus. We have it the bus. Also today, the bus is still there. Yeah. And, uh, but now, here is my point. I had to now say, God, we are giving away this. Where is my family going to stay? And so the idea was my wife, you know, we knew that she's not going to remain in a secular world, you know, uh, for a long time. And so uh, with the, I asked God that God, you know, uh, what happened? What am I going to do now? Yeah. What am I going to do now? And the idea was, you know, she still has a pesa. She pesa like And so we'll go to the bank, and then we will ask for a hundred percent loan. So we are taking a step. And we'll ask for a hundred percent loan and we'll use the number little nyana salary uh, that I was getting to combine, uh, you know, and then take a pestle also, a payslip, and then the banker, you know, we want. So, so we had to start before we went to the bank, we had.
had to look for houses. So uh, look, you're, 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 you have given away a house. Yeah. So in the process, I guess there is registration and all of that. Now we go out to look for a house. Look for a house. There is no guarantee that the bank will give you 100%. Yeah. But we had to take a step of faith. And so we say, no, we're going. So we looked at several houses you know, until we saw that house. And then we signed. We signed. Before the house was registered here, we signed. Yeah. Uh, we made an offer. We took it to the bank. Yeah. And then the bank replied. Yeah. They gave us a 100% bond say that's it we are taking it so we took it all right of course we knew that you know our repayments must be at this we don't want to be under pressure you know it doesn't it should not affect our our giving we stop giving because now we have to be paying this bond you know so we made it a, a point that it's within that so so we did that now there are people who say, okay, I am num point uh, number one that we should get out of debt, right? You know, uh, that we should stay out of debt. But now, uh, in this situation, if I was going, now uh, here I'm giving you wisdom, right? If, you know, we sell the house, yeah, we say, God, we are trusting you for a property. Yeah. And what would be the tomorrow thing to do? It was going to be to go and rent. Right? And so, uh, to rent until when? Until maybe uh, God uh, gives you a house or something, a miracle happen. Yeah. But now, the money that we would have paid on rent, it would have gone down the drain. And then at the end of the day, you have nothing to show. So the same money that you are to rent, when you get like a bond, if you were to rent for five years, and maybe you get a, a house, you know, a bond for five years. At the end of five years, who will be at a better situation? Do you understand? Yeah. So it all depends on how you look at it. And so, uh, you know, we, uh, we did that. Like, like I said, the house that we bought, it was 279000 you know, when we bought it, 2001. 2018, when we sold it, we sold it for $1.5 So if we were renting from 2001 yeah, to 2018, how much we would have given away 
on rent more than 1.5 you know and then we wouldn't be having anything anything with us are you with me so such things are the things that you can you know the nature you go and get containers these are containers that we are talking about and so and 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 here is another thing that we do you know that the house appreciates right so after several years it appreciated in value yeah and so we went back to the bank we won access bond we have i mean we won what do you call it we refinanced the house we refinanced i think we refinanced by 300 so we took that 300 that we got because we refinanced the house because the house now wet it's worth more right so the bank gives us more which is 300 thousand so we took that 300,000 yeah and then we finished we changed some of the things yeah we took some of the money we sold we paid the condo the condo is in the church's name. I think we were owing about 132,000 on the condo. So we took from the refinance, we paid the condo. Now here I'm answering a question that you might be having, Pastor. When you say, you know, you bought this for the car, you, you, I mean, for the church, you pay this. How did you do it? This is how I did it. It's not because I stole money somewhere. Are you with me? Yeah. So it was not, so the money that we got from the, from the bank, it was in our personal name. So we got that money. We paid off the contract. And, you know, uh, we took some money, I think we bought, we used to have the Hyundai Baiki. No, no, I don't think it's this one. You know, a previous one. Yeah. So we bought that. I was doing a, at one time. I had a stint on a courier. Yeah. So I had two bikes. <laughs> yeah. So we took that Hyundai Baiki. Yeah. We paid it off from the money. Yeah. You know, excess bond, and then we gave it to the church transferred it into the church's uh, name. So we released it. So we actually sold with the borrowed money. Do you understand? Yeah. And so uh, if we couldn't pay the bond, the, the bank would not be coming to the church. It will be coming to us. But we were happy to do that. Yeah. And I think later on, we got, you know, the value after some more years, the value increased. Yeah. And so we went back to the bank. We got a further 300000 So now we are owing the bank about 900000 From 279 900 and so we took 
the extra 300,000 that we got, and we bought two properties right here in Sishia. So we're using the bank's money on investment. And so even that difference, we're not feeling it because those properties, we were renting them out. And so as they pay the rent, the money goes to what we got from the bank. So using the bank's money. <laughs> I'm just showing you how to create wealth. You understand? And so we did that. We got the two properties. You know. And then the properties, as I say, they appreciate in value. And so now, when we we uh, we were building the house that we were staying. Maybe I wonder, but how did you you build cash? Yeah, this is I'm showing you how we ultimately build cash. So now we took the uh, we bought two properties, right? And then over time they appreciate. And so, uh, when we were building, and then also some of the money that we heavy, we invested. You know, we bought some shares. And so, when we were building, you know, we took, you know, whatever the money around, we started building. Okay, the stand, the stand, we we bought it many years back. That property. It was two ninety nine thousand when we bought that stand. Today they are going for over a million just the stand. That that stand where we are. So they've appreciated with about seven hundred thousand. But when we bought it, it was two ninety nine, and we are buying it as an investment, not to any. But later on, our daughters when it was before they built the mall of the north. So one day we were visiting there and construction, oh, it's a big mall coming up here. So our daughters say, we are building here. We are not, we are not, you know, selling this thing. So that's when we decided to, uh, to build uh, there. Yeah. Mr. Magama did a good job. He built our house, you know, uh, there. And, you know, uh, which was a blessing. Catherine did a test, the soil test, free of charge for us, you know. And uh, Mr. Mkombachoto was our engineer, gave us all the stiff gates, free of charge. See, that's the blessing is working. I can tell you stories after stories. A lot of things that we really didn't pay. You know, people in their provisions just helped. See, that's a blessing. Yeah, that's a blessing. And so, uh, so, where was I? So we, 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 we then took the resources. We started uh, with the building. Uh, then 
when the resources were depleted, then we know, oh, we have some shares. So we'll sell some shares. See, like the Putumanati shares, uh, 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 when they were offered, I don't know what year was it. I did not have, we are putting a comma on this. I'm starting another story. It's a story within a story. Do you understand? I did not have the money. So, but I had a credit card. So I went to the, I like using banks money. <laughs> but I use it wisely. I'm not irresponsible. So I went to the credit card. My limit was 20,000. Now how do I, how do I get that limit? You know, number one, I make sure that my accounts are up to date. I never allow, you know, a, a, an over, what, to be overdrawn, you know, things bounce back because they, they say, they do something to your credit record. So I hate it when, you know, a debit order bounces because it's working against me. So I always make sure that I keep a clean record. Because I know I might need that record in the future. Yeah. And so as I keep a clean record, they see you know I'm paying my things nice and so forth. So they increase you know the limits and uh, you know they do this, they they do this, they give me more, more. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, they are good books, but they don't know how I'm using them. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, so I, I, my limit was twenty thousand, and so I took the twenty thousand. Said we're going to split it into four. So, I bought. I took 5,000, I bought shares in my name, 5,000 shares in her name, 5,000 shares in Rafimetu's name, and 5,000 shares in Ontadile's name. And so, that's the money. Uh, okay, you know, we didn't want to disturb them. So, and then every, every year, you know, we were getting dividends of about, what, uh, 2,000 each every year. Eh? You, di you put in 5,000 and every year you're, you're getting about, actually it was more than that, you know, before we started taking them out. Now we are getting about 1,000 something because we took some of the shares. We had about 600 shares. We sold uh, 500 and so we are left with 100, 100, 100 shares. So every year we're getting about, I know when uh, end of August, beginning of September, I know I'm set at this Koputumanat. I'm set. I'm getting dividends there. Yeah. But anyway, so I bought uh, shares. And uh, when I sold them, like my part, which I Paid, I used the bank's money, 5000 to buy them. I didn't sell all of them. I just sold 500 of 600 that I had. 
and then I got about 74,000 for the 500 shares that I bought using banks 5,000 grand so 69,000 The bank is working for me. I'm getting the bank to work for me now. 69,000. You see, that's why I started by saying that number one thing is do away with the blessing stealers. Because they will stop the blessing and then you won't see the blessing. But when you have dealt with that, all the blessing stealers, I'm telling you that God will just open doors for you, just like that. And so we would get 70,000. Yeah. And continue. Yeah. Mr. Magama will say, you know, we, we are at this stage. Now we need to pay, you know, uh, this bid. All the cements are finished. I said, no, it's fine. Tomorrow we'll sort it out. That tomorrow I'll go yeah, and say, let me withdraw. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll get the money. And then we will we will pay. Yeah. And so, I mean, I want you that let it sink in you. I got five thousand, I spent five thousand, the bank's five thousand. And now after four or five years, uh that money is giving me at least, without the dividends and everything, at least it's giving me about 69,000, nearly 70,000. Yeah. And then along the way, I've been getting the dividends. See, that's wisdom. And I woke up in the morning, and God said that, you know, buy the shares. You need to hear God for the blessing to work. So that's why you deal away with the things that would block the blessing. And so we would use that money. And then, you know, we'll come to it as we're building, come to a, a certain level, and we needed, you know, more money. You know, then, uh, you know, look, in, in two months' time, I will need more money. So what I would do, then put one property in the market. Sell it. We bought it for about maybe two hundred thousand. At that time, it's about maybe four hundred and fifty thousand. So I have gained two hundred and fifty thousand. Did I use my own money? No, I used the bank money. So I get the two hundred and fifty thousand, and the the building continues. And then we come to a certain level, you need more money, you know, you sell, you know, another. Yeah. Up until we finish the house to ways. And so uh, that is God's blessing working in our lives. So I I, I the, I, I really want to emphasize this, that, you know, you never lose by tithing, you know, by a 
giving offering, you never lose with God. And so, we are insuring our house uh, the other day. How much is worth? At least, minimum, it took about six million, the property where we're staying. If I factor in, you know, all the solar, the, you know, about seven million that I can pick up. Maybe we spend about three million or four million, somewhere there. Uh, but that's, that's my retirement I build it with that we are staying here until. <laughs> so we don't have any intention of selling it. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, along the way, same thing, you know, happened. You know, God a uh, property. He got a property. And in Modimol, uh, you know, property in Modimol. Now somebody, somebody gave the church a property, and we wanted to sell the property, so we put it in the market. And so for some time it never sold. And I said to Pastor Louis, "Why don't we?" buy this property. We didn't have cash. So we came to the board and uh, and then we said that, spoke to the board, that can we can we buy this property as from the church and we will pay the church off. So we signed on the dotted line you know, that we are buying this property and we are paying it off. And so Pastor Holofelo is there, he's keeping the records. You know, Jorge, this is how much we bought the property for. So for my seller, hey, you should have seen my take-home seller. Slow, low, low. So for my salary, we are paying off. Praise God. So, uh, so from from this, you know, uh, so we paid it off. I think in, in about what two years, Some, something like that. You know, we paid it off. We would get an extra uh, money. God would bless us, somebody would bless us, would always direct it to the property. Yeah. So remaining, remaining focus, that's another thing. And, and we didn't want to blur the lines that this, uh, this is, you know, the person uh, 
the person gave it to the church. And as a church, we wanted to sell the property. And so, uh, so we, we, it's fine, I'll use, I'll use the hand here, it's fine. So we, we, we didn't want, uh, you know, we didn't want to blur the lines. So we had to sign that this, us, I am buying a property from the church. So we did, we transferred it from the person's uh, name into our name. That for you, Lord, that I was, it's a trust that we have. Maybe I'll talk about it also some other time. It's a trust that we have, and it's also a company. So we put it in a trust name for you, Lord. So everything now that we buy is through the trust. And we're working on also transferring the house that we're staying in into the trust. That's maybe some other time we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So we put it in for you, Lord, trust. Now, if I was a wicked pastor, I would say, look here. Because the person spoke to me. Eh? Didn't speak to the church. Said that we are giving the church this property. I would have said, it's fine. The church is happy. They are happy. You know, thank you. The Lord bless you and so forth. And then take the property, put it in my name, and don't say anything to the church. Do you understand? So, but that would stop the blessing working. And that would have activated a curse. I would be working very hard, but bringing in little or nothing. You understand, Jim? And so such things, you, you, you really, you know, pay attention to them. And so we did that, you know, and faithfully, you know, we were paid until we paid it off. Paid it off into uh, the church. I mean, yeah, paid the money off. And along in the middle of that, God said to me, I want you to reduce your salary by two thirds. Just think about it. If I was earning a thousand rand, a two thirds of a thousand yoga, seven fifty, seven hundred and fifty to round it off, three hundred and It's triple three. So it's six six point six. So it's six point six. So now I was I was earning if I was earning a thousand rand, now I will now be earning six hundred I mean three hundred and thirty three rand. And when God spoke to me, 
spoke to Pastor Luis. He said, we are releasing. So I cut my salary by two-thirds. And for some time, and it, it was in the middle of while we are still building. You see, when God challenges you to give, it's because he wants to take you to a higher level. So when God challenges us, we, we, we never argued with God. He said, God, you know, we are, we are still uh, paying off this property. We are building, you know, uh, there we are doing this. But this is what you're challenging us. So we gladly did that. Yeah. And so, uh, but that was a seed. That was going into the ground. You know. And the seed was bringing. I mean, today we are rejoicing. We are seeing the rewards of the seed. So you see, people see what God is doing, but they don't see the sacrifice, the seed that you have, you have done, you have gone. And that is why God, you know, challenged me and said, I know that this is really a difficult thing, Pastor Luis. Don't talk about. Don't talk about. You know, I had to convince her that you know, at times God speaks to me too, releases me to share with you. And it's for a purpose. It's not where I'm boasting or that you would see or oh, I'm a better of. It's to help you. And so we paid it off. Now, the cars that are in our name, the only car that is not in our name, that is in the church's name that we drive, is the car with the registration, good God. So every time you see us driving a car with the registration, good God, that is the company's car. It is the church's car. It is not in our name. It is in the name of the church. Right? It started with Chrysler. So we had Chrysler. We paid it off, I think, in seven years. We, 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 the church bought Chrysler uh, under five years. It has a residual, which is something that I really discourage. Yeah. And then after five years, we were remaining with about 100 and something thousand. So we then financed that over two years. So it took us seven years to pay off the Chrysler. Yeah. And so we paid it off. And that's when I was now starting to go on missions and so forth, and we bought the bike after paying off the Chrysler. So the bike carried good God registration. Yeah. So but now, I so much love the Chrysler, I didn't want to let go of it. So I came to the church board said, personally, we want to buy Chrysler from the church. So we bought it. You know, we didn't have cash, so we paid it all also over time from my salary. You know, we we're paying it off until we finish paying it. It's in our name now. It's no longer the churches. We bought it. 
So outside it will look like, hey, no. We spend money, our personal money, to buy the car from the church. And we did the same thing with the bikey also. That after paying off the bikey, you know, I wanted to keep it. So that's why, you know, when I'm driving them, I'm, I'm taking care of because I'm going to buy this car. You see? So now we drive out, you know, let's we drive a young, you know. <laughs> because I'm going to buy that car. <laughs> Now that one is already bought though, so don't worry. Hi boy, get out check out this crazy democai. So get out check out, you know, bikey na ladies crazy kai kai le kai. So anyway, so we bought it from the church. We paid it off. And uh, so I think it's now in December that we paid off the house that we bought, you know, paid it off. So now, we're not owing the church anything. Praise God. Yeah. And so, uh, and so what happened is, you now when the blessing works, it's amazing. So when the church now bought the the Mazda, the Mazda is the one currently carrying the good God again. And we bought the Mazda, we bought it uh, on credit, we, it was a finance. Yeah. And then after three months, somebody, uh, you know this thing of giving the church a house. It's a blessing. So somebody, you know, uh, gave the church the property. Actually, the person sold the property and got the money. You know, all of it. And then was updating Pastor, uh, you know, it's in with this a state agent and now we've got a buyer you know now the buyer have signed you know and so forth going through all of that you know, until the money came through you know. and then the person transferred the money into the churches We're not number one. And there are people that are quiet. They are innocent. Eh? But they are loaded with their giving. Yeah. So gave. So we took when that money came, we took all of it and we paid off the bank. So the Mazda is not no longer owing anything. It's totally.
totally paid off after three months of installment it's a blessing yeah. and so uh, so the Lord you know really gave us all these ideas and now Untatile uh, was at she's at Varsity College in Pretoria and so when when we went there we looked for accommodation close to where she would walk yeah, so we got a nice you know student accommodation old white lady you know so she was staying with them in the in the house nice you know so we're happy and so fine she will stay there but I'm my banking thing, you know, uh, December, she's not there, we are paying. January, she's not there, we are paying. You know, February, she's not there because we're opening, you know, like now she's opening now, nearly not uh, much. We are paying. Say, no, this is not right. So by now, if we buy a property, properties around, uh, they are beyond our reach. We should go, you know, a little bit out. But now the issue of transport. So I really pushed there. You need to get your license. You need to get your license. And she was really not so keen. I had to actually I think I think it's only Refumet who was keen to get a license. I had to push Pastor Louisa <laughs> to get her license. Took her for driving. And her boy, hey, Hosler, her Louisa, you know. Yeah, you know, you know. But I was pushing. Yeah, you must get. I don't want to see myself being a husband that will have to drive you everywhere. I don't want. Yeah. I mean, she got her license. Praise God. You must thank me. <laughs> so, Rhythmates, we didn't struggle, you know, and she was, because the interest was there and yeah, so she got her license. Uh, we bought a car. Actually, we bought a car. Okay, all of them. We bought them cars before while they were having learners, so that they can uh, learn to drive, you know, and so forth. So, untadile. Hey, my idea was that Rebecca got her license while she was doing metric, and she was driving. Yeah, the last year, go high school, she was driving herself to school. So I wanted that with Untati. It was a different ball game. <laughs> she even went to, you know, a university and a license. She cannot drive. Doing second year. Yeah. So last year, I was now saying, we need to get you a license. Yeah. So we worked on that, you know, and then I woke up one day and then I said, oh, let me phone 
Pastor Mpatel. I mean, what's about driving school where maybe now I'm not a good teacher or something, where, you know, they will train uh, her. And I, I didn't get Pastor Mpatel. I called Pastor Matai. So Pastor Matai says, I will get one driving school here. And then Pastor Matai got us a driving school. You know, we went there. And then, uh, so Kobutoko. Yeah. And so I would, ha last year when Wontadile were on recess, I was taking her to driving school. I would drive here, take her. Atzene Lipaleng, Atzene everywhere, Pamurute. And then Havoya, I would take her car, Ari, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, she was getting lessons, yeah, and then uh, afterwards, getting lessons. You must practice because the interest was not there. You must. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Pastor Matari helped us. And so she went, she booked, you know, and then she went for test and she got a license. Yeah, I remember the day that she got a license. Hey, everybody was stressed. Yeah. <laughs> so I was supposed to take care of Kosugmega. And then I said to Pastor Luis, I need moral support. I can't go alone. <laughs> I need moral support. Yeah, please, let's go. So we went with her. And then Afita Koko finally driving school. So I get it. She then gets in herself. And so, and revelates. And then Hatsena, now it started to rain. And then we are concerned. That car. She has not driven in a rain. Does she know where the wiper? <laughs> yeah. But we say, you know, we're trusting God. We're praying at that time. We are in the car. You know, we're praying, God, you know, we're trusting you. You help our daughter. Yeah. So Tabare Mona and I fed it inside and then out. You know, Kakoloi, you know, and then Ufita uh, somewhere, it's a, it's a T junction. Now she must indicate that. And, and then she's not indicating. And I'm saying, indicate. <laughs> and then ultimately, I see the indicator going. <laughs> stress that we are in. <laughs> so it goes. And then Vasuela right into town. And then Abadro Voya, gate it to She must, you know, hood so that the security can come, you know, and open. And then I see her. I don't think, and it's an Opel. Eh? Opel, your hood, you know, it's not here. You know, it's on the side. And then 
I'm now concerned. My daughter, she, can, she cannot fail by a locked gate or closed gate. Yeah. And so, Remo out in the field. So I'm standing there. And guess what I did? I make you who the field. security head and came out <laughs> and as the security was coming out that's when probably she discovered where the, the, uh, the bull is so she did but that time already the security has come opened the gate and then uh, she went inside still in faith pastor stresses you know fauna and so forth actually when when we got there they had given her a morning appointment when you got there they shifted it to afternoon so God would travel for past the matter you are for now so what's the pizza yeah no what shifted the appointment yeah and uh so that's that's what happened. So I see yeah, I get the, the driving school people they are not allowed inside. So they only go there to go and collect their car to bring up. So I, I go there and then he gets in that day Mukalap Mukakabi. She goes he goes in, get the car out. So so I am. Okay, register. no, Hey, you should have seen the the calmness that came there. We we're just rejoicing. And now she got her sins. Yeah. So we sorted out and and so forth. So uh, we're happy. Now I said we now need to get a property. Now that she has a license, she has a car, now we need to get a property. Yeah. So we went and looked for a property. And so we got this property. We got a property. We went, actually that day, went to Pretoria, looked at different properties, yeah, and then we decided on one. And then when we come back, we did two and four Monday on our day off, two and four. When we came back, Tuesday, I wake up. And then, you see, I don't know about you, but I hear, you know, God speaks to me, you know, like when I wake up, that's when I get ideas. This is what you are to do. This is what, you know, and so forth. And so I wake up and, and 
comes to me, check reviews on the property that we have. And so I checked. Hey, there were not good reviews. So I sent the link to the group, <coughs> our for you lot, four of us. Yeah, check the uh, so everybody's checking the reviews are not good. Yeah. And then I phoned the state agent and said, I'm sorry, we are not taking that. Yeah. So we we dropped that property. And uh, and then the other day, I think it's about a few days, then I look and this property comes up. Yeah. And then I say, we need to go and look. Now we are in Polokwane. So I phoned the estate agent. So I said, you know, is the property still available? He said, she said, yes. So I said, okay. My daughter is at such and such a place. Do you mind picking her up and going that she goes and, and view the place? I no, it's fine. I normally don't do that, but yeah, somehow she said I would do it. Yeah. And so I called Untadin. Be ready. It was not during her last time. Be ready. Uh, Somebody is coming to pick you up and then to take you to a property. I want you to go and view the property. And so he went. So as they got into you know, the gate, of the estate she put on, she called us on video video call. Now she was showing as she goes in, you know, everything, you know. So we viewed the property actually online or rather through a video <laughs> call, <laughs> you know. And then, so he said, so I asked, so what do you think? She said, no, I'm happy. Yeah. And I, don't, I didn't know the place. So I said, it's fine. Let's sign an offer. So we sign an offer. <coughs> we sign an offer. And uh, so the next time we're in Pretoria, we call, you know, that please, can we arrange to go and see the property? So that's when we went to see the property. And we were thoroughly happy and blessed with it. And so, yeah. Now, because it was the, what do you call it? The estate, the person had passed on. And uh, let estate, yeah, so it took long. From September until it, it was only lodged last week. Eh? This week, Tuesday, on Tuesday. So it will be registered uh, maybe this coming week. <coughs> uh, but they are opening on Monday. So. Fortunately, there is nobody there. So Monday, we are going there, taking the furniture and everything. And, uh, <laughs> and then, yeah. Now, the issue is, how did we buy it? We didn't have money. Eh? Guess where I went? To the bank again. <laughs> but this time, I didn't want to take a bond. So I said, you see, to keep a good uh, record is very good. So I said, bank, how much can you give me? Personal loan. About 
290. Yeah, 290. So, okay, we are at least halfway. <laughs> and then I say, Pastor Luis, go to the airplane. Would you so how much can they give you? <laughs> he said, 250,000. We have about more than 500,000. And then the property is 450. So we, we then say, we get the money. Yeah. So I got the money. I got, uh, Pastor Luisa got the money. <coughs> and uh, so we paid the 450. We registered in for you, Lord, that property straight. Yeah. And now uh, we're paying the personal loan. The other remaining money, <coughs> I told you that we had few things to do in the house. So we wanted to work more on the automation, you know, and uh, one M that we bought it was about 45,000, so we bought that. You know, we bought other things that at least we should be working. So we spent the money on the uh, property. And so, uh, but now, I think the interest rate on me was 20, uh, 20%. And on her, it was 26%. And see, that 6%, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So now, our, our point was, we are going to focus. Remember I told you about focus? We're going to focus on her personal loan to pay it off because it's the uh, bigger, it's expensive. Yeah. So everything, you know, people will give us money when, you know, we'll get money. We would just tithe out of that money, you know, and then the rest would go to that. So from September until today, I think we had uh, paid off about 70,000 yeah, on there. See, the blessing working. Amen. The blessing working. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> uh, was it last week? I woke up. See, I love, I love, you know, what the Lord tells me. I love waking up. <laughs> so I woke up and then I was seeking something on the app and it has offers, you know, offers this. So it was offering me on credit card that I can increase my limit. So for curiosity, I said, let me, let me work on this. Yeah. And so I say, you want to do this? I say, apply. I, say, I am present, apply. I'm trying to increase the, the thing, you know. And then, Baba, this and this, I said, yes, this, yes, yeah. You know, until they gave me the offer. <clears throat> on the app, I look at the interest rate 
on the off. I think they're giving me uh, 200, no, it was 290. And then I decided to apply only for 200,000. And so, <coughs> uh, now when I look at the offer, I look at the interest rate. The interest rate is 10.75. Huh? Yeah. At 10.75, I think I had just I just applied for about 20,000 just to increase it. I was checking the system, and from there I declined. They said, "Why you, uh, the message came? Why are you declining?" I said, "No, just checking." And then Pastor Lisa, I think, was still, you know, asleep at that time, and I'm waiting for her. Because my mind is running. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. Yeah. yeah. And then the moment she woke up, I said, Hello, honey. Mwah. Good morning. <laughs> I kissed her. How are you? Slept with well, her. I said, Look here. <laughs> what I was doing. But look at the interest that they're offering. 10.75. So I said to her, why don't we apply for this and pay off your high, your expensive loan? Yeah. And besides that, when we score, square off, you see, the personal loan comes with life, you know, life cover. And it's about 800, you know, per month. So when we pay off that, it's not only the debt that we pay, but we are cutting off also the 800 and something per month. Do you see, when the blessing works, yeah, and so, she didn't hesitate because I'm a good negotiator. <laughs> anyway, she said, yes, let's go ahead and do it. So I started from the scratch now. Apply, I apply. Now I know the system, what always is that idea? Yes, yes. Yeah. How much? I said, 200,000. Yeah, 200,000. Uh, at the end, it gives me the offer. I look at the interest, it's still standing at 10.75. I said, proceed. Congratulations. You have been approved, you have, you know, what, approved for your application, have been approved. Yeah. So, uh, we are happy. The following day, it hasn't come into my account. So I go on chat, FNB. I applied, did it, did it. So they reply, they, they respond, you know, no, waiting. You are married in community of property. Your wife will send you a form. Your wife must sign. I didn't waste any time. And as soon as it came in, I printed it out, fill it in, I sign. <clears throat> God, yeah, sign here. Yeah. <laughs> 
who did we who did we get to sign as a witness? Yeah. Who was in the house? Eh? Yeah, no, no, it was I don't know. Anyway, somebody signed as a witness. I loaded on the chat. Actually I emailed gave me I emailed it, I loaded it on the chat. In less than an hour, the money was available in our accounts. I didn't waste any money because I must stay focused. I took, you know, what we owe, transferred it. Now, I couldn't transfer it to a personal loan, but I could transfer it to her account. And from her account, it then went to, uh, so we paid off the personal loan. And, and we knew that the, 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 the celebration is coming. And it's not long that we've been on holiday. And you know what happens when you're on holiday. You spend whatever you know, is there. And we didn't have offering money for the celebration. So that's why I said I applied for 200000 knowing what I will pay off 170 something, you know. So at least we have about 20000 and so on for our offering, you know, during the celebration. So I came to the celebration prepared to sow you know, to sow using the bank's money. And the money that we sow in God's kingdom gives more dividends than if I had invested somewhere. I believe in this bank of God's. So then, yeah, so we are sorted out when we came here. And also, we needed some little money when we got go to the property. We needed to repaint, you know, do everything. And so that's why I stretch it uh, to that level. So now I saved what? 16% interest. And then I cut off. 800 and something per month. Do you think that, don't you think that is the overflow working? Yeah. So by just uh, changing, eh, by just changing, you're saving money. And so God gives wisdom. This is what you can do. This is what you can do. This is what you can do. And then realize that you are advancing in life. Yeah. And so we thank God for that. You know, and, uh, and so we're paying off. We're paying off uh, all of 
this. And I told Pastor, he said, don't worry. You know, the seed that is in the ground, yeah, it's going to pay off this. Don't worry. We are so dead. Yeah. And we keep on sowing. Are you with me? Yeah. And, you know, uh, and so the blessings are just waking. And that when, when we, we got into 2023, you know, God challenged me and said that you're giving. You know, because I know in every service, this is how much I'm giving. <clears throat> I shouldn't give less than this. This is the minimum. Yeah. And so God said, increase the bar by 100 rand per service. Yeah. So I increased it as from the beginning of January. Yeah. And, uh, and the Lord has been so good. The harvest, we have never lacked, but the harvest has been great. Amen. The overflow. Yeah. And so, uh, there might be a level where you are at. You need to go a step higher for you to open more doors that God would bring overflow. You cannot be giving the same amount you know, that you have been giving five years back. Because you remain in the same level and now that level is even lower because the inflation has gone up. Are we still buying bread the same uh, uh, price that we were buying five years back? Now, you see, the devil is a lie. He wants us now to keep on giving the same amount that we have been giving. In actual fact, then we will be giving less. Yeah. So, to uh, release the overflow, you have to you know, believe God and, you know, sow seed in the ground. It must be a lifestyle. Amen. Yeah. It must be a lifestyle. Uh, we, we have been sowing, sowing different. We, we, don't, we don't talk about it. Uh, and uh, you might not know, but our hearts is we're sowing. So I only share with you what you know, I, I, I see the relevance of helping you. Yeah. Uh, and so, there are things that God would do that is to increase the oil, and there are things that we need to do to get the container. We must get the container. Yeah. Now, let me close by verse 8. So, you still remember where we were reading? You are tired? Okay. I told you that I can speak the whole day. I don't have a problem. <laughs> now, Second Kings chapter 4, verse 8 says, One day Elisha went to Shunem 
where a wealthy woman lived who urged him to eat some food. So whenever he passed that way, he would turn in there to eat food. I want you to see this Shunammite woman, that Elisha was not out there begging or trying to get food. But it was the Shunammite woman who went to Elijah. So you yourself, you must be the person who initiate a miracle, initiate the giving. So that is why the Bible says that don't give out of compassion or out of necessity. Uh, but you must give, your, you yourself must initiate the giving. Like we're talking about this, you must tell yourself, but where am I in my giving? Don't wait, don't wait for somebody to come and, you know, uh, crank you up and say, please go give and so forth. You know, when you are in that state, you are a bad person. You yourself must initiate. It is this Shunammite woman who initiated the giving. She went to Elisha. Other translations say she compelled him. She urged him. She compelled him. Yeah. Okay. Ah. You know, Elijah says, no, I'm fine. No, please, for my sake, come, come, come and eat. Let me serve you. Let me give to you. Uh, at times, when I give to Apostle Theo, uh, I say, no, you know, I say, no. I just want to give. I want to sow. I want to sow. Yeah. So, you, you must compel yourself to give. And so uh, she compelled. And so once, so every time, it was not a once-off thing. Says so every time Elisha was in the area, you know, she made a deal with Elisha. When you are here, you come to my house to eat. It's a it's a standard thing. It's given. You know, this is, must be what you do. Yeah. And uh, and so verse 9, and she said to her husband, behold now, I know that this is a holy man of God who is continually passing our way. Uh, tells the husband, this is the man of God who is always coming here. Let us make a small room on the roof with walls and put there for him a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp so that whenever he comes to us, he can go in there. So firstly, she initiated what? Giving food. Now she comes to the husband and now she uh, initiate accommodation. Yeah. 
Eh? Yeah. And not only accommodation, and now a table, you know, and a chair, and a lamp. That when the man of God is in the area, must be comfortable. And a bed. The man of God never went to her and to them and say, I need this and this. It is her who saw the need and who saw the opportunity to, to sow. So church, yeah, you, it is, you know, God loves it when it is you. You're doing it. You're initiating. You know, when there is a celebration like this, don't wait until we come here and say, eh, you know, the budget says, you know, there is accommodation, uh, there is, you know, all of this. Yeah. Be proactive and say celebration is coming. You know, pastor, I will take care of whatever it is, you know, uh, but I will pay for it. You initiate it. Yeah. I will do this. I will do that. Yeah. And so she did that. And then when she did that, the Bible says, you know, Elisha was touched. Okay. Yeah. And Elisha said that, you know, to the servant. Now, verse 11. One day he came there and he turned into the chamber and rested there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant. So Elisha is speaking to a guest. Call this Shunammite. When he had called her, she stood before him and said to him, uh, There is a verse that I want. Yeah, okay. So, verse 13. And he said to him, Say now to her, See, you have taken all this trouble for us. What is to be done for you? Would you have a word spoken on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? And she, son, she answered, I dwell among my own people. So what she was saying says, I am fine. Now, what did verse 8 read? It said that there was a what woman? Wealthy woman. So she used her resources for the kingdom. Now there was no money that would that could buy her a son. So when you sow, God goes into what you really need. And God brings provision for that that you really need. And so she said, no, I'm fine. I dwell among my own people. I don't need you to go and speak to the king for me and so forth. That's fine. And then when Gehazi reported to uh, Elisha, Elisha said in verse 14, and he said, what then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, well, she has no son and her husband is old. Then he said, call her. 
And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. And he said, At this season, about this time next year, you shall embrace the son. And she said, No, my Lord. Oh, man of God, do not lie to your servant. Verse 17. But the woman conceived and she bore a son about that time the following spring, as Elisha had said to her. The blessing went. And uh, what happened? The son died later on, a, a boy, you know. And then after he had died, uh, you know, the, she went and called Elisha. Elisha, Elisha came, you know, actually sent uh, Gehazi, who went there and put a, a, his staff on the, on the boy. And, you know, when Elisha got there, breathe on the boy, you know, and the boy came back to life. You remember that? Yeah. And so, even though the devil wanted to steal a blessing, but God still protected the blessing. Because she was a giver. Then, look at chapter 8. Chapter 8, from verse 1. The Bible says, Now Elisha had said to the woman whose son he had restored to life, Arise and depart with your household, and sojourn wherever you can, wherever you can. For the Lord has called for a famine, and it will come upon the land for seven years. Can you imagine? The word of the Lord came to protect the woman because of her seed. You see, when you sow, God will make everything possible just to make sure that you are well taken care of. So the woman arose and did according to the word of the man of God. She went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistine seven years. And at the end of seven years, when the woman returned from the land of the Philistine, she went to appeal to the king for a house and a land. Now, this is it's not a coincidence. At that time, now the king was talking with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me all the great things that Elijah has done. He heard about Elijah. And so while he was telling the king now uh, how Elijah had restored the dead to life, behold, the woman whose son had been restored to life appealed to the king for a house and her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, here is the woman. Here is her son whom Elisha restored to life. It's not a coincidence. It's the waking of the Lord. Because of sowing and reaping. And so, 
The Bible says, it says nothing about the husband. Well, it told us that the husband was old. So the probability is that he was gone, you know, at that time. But because it, it must have been the husband who had gone to the king. You understand? But the woman was there. The son was there. And uh, so, now listen to what God, uh, the king says. And when the king, verse 6, and when the king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed an official to her, saying, Restore all that was hers together with all the produce of the fields from the day that she left the land until now. Ah. Wow. Can it get better? I mean, she left because there was famine. And while she was gone, there are people that, that were using her land. And so the king said that, eh, that profit that you got from the land, it belongs to her. Restore, take her, take it back to her. And so remember what the king, uh, what Elisha said. Elisha said to the woman that, you know, is there anything? Can we speak to the king on your behalf? And the woman said that I stay among my people. But you know what? Later on, the miracle spoke to the king on her behalf. The miracle, the blessing, the overflow spoke on her behalf. And that's what I want us to be experiencing in our lives. The overflow in our lives. Hallelujah. Are you gaining something out of this? And so, I'm going to finish off with this, then Pastor Luisa will be coming, or we're taking a comfort break, five minutes break, then she will wrap up, you know, and then uh, what we, what we say. You know, I, I'm using, you know, the bank that I'm using. I'm using two banks. So this one, uh, one bank. Yeah. I enrolled on the reward system. And so on this reward system, yeah, I make sure that I benefit to the fullest. Yeah. On the e-bucks. So when I was doing my master's in Cape Town, we're doing block sessions twice a year for three weeks. And so uh, I would fly into Cape Town. Now, I wouldn't stay all the weekends. One of the weekends, I would come back. Yeah, I'm supposed to be staying at least three weekends. Uh, two week, eh? Yeah, two weekends. Two weekends. So one of the weekends, I will uh, come back here. So when... Uh, so my traveling to Cape Town, I was using the e-bucks. 
was not using money. I was buying the tickets with the e-bags. I was flying Kuluna. Yeah. And so I would fly, I would buy a ticket to fly there, you know, stay. Maybe if I'm, I'm staying that weekend, so I will stay. So that ticket would be a return for maybe the second weekend that I will fly back, come back home, you know, and then after the morning uh, service, I would then, you know, I would have bought another ticket to fly, you know, back to Cape Town to finish my session and then return, fly back. So in, uh, July, in June and December, November, December, that's when I was doing that. And I look at this that for three years, four years, yeah. I mean, let me say three and a half years that I did that without spending a cent. That is the blessing of the Lord. Yeah. I remember after some time, one of the uh, fellow, you know, student, and said, so what are you doing? No, I'm a pastor. So uh, what are you Business, no, I'm full time. I thought that you're a businessman. You're flying here, and then you don't. You are not staying for the whole three weeks. You are flying back again, and then you're flying, come back, and then you're flying. <laughs> I thought that you're running a serious business. <laughs> so I said, no, I'm just a pastor. And the blessing was working. So, you see, when the blessing is working, it's not a matter of money. It's just a matter of a blessing. So I finished everything. And, you know, we bought a lot of things for personal use and also for the church using e-bags. And so... Now, how do I accumulate so many e-bags? This is how I do it. I channel everything through my credit card. So the things that, you know, so we would put all our uh, finances into the credit card. So every time we swipe, we do it, we're earning e-bags. So we come to the church here, we give an offering. As I swipe, I'm earning e-bags. So it's not like I'm doing something extraordinary, you know. I just channel, you know, issue of focus. I channel everything to go through so that it can generate so many e-bugs that can help me. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. Now, we, you know, my iPad uh, gave a problem, power problem. In January, when we were in Devon, so where we were staying, uh, it had a backup generator. And so I had plugged my iPad in using the fast charger. And so when the generator kicked in somewhere there, then it affected my iPad. And so I then decided I need to buy another. But I 
can spend 20,000. Yeah. And so I, I went to the iPad, the old one, you know, and then I checked uh, how much space I'm actually using on the actual iPad and how much am I using on the cloud. So I realized that a lot of things are in the cloud. So I said, so I don't need a big iPad. That, that is capacity. My iPad is 128 gigabyte. So I said, no, I'm, I'm using about 30 something gigabyte space. So 64 gigabytes will do. Yeah. And so I went to Apple. And then when I checked, they were running on special. Five triple nine, yeah, uh, sixty-four uh, gigabytes. You know, Apple. It's newer than the one that I'm that I'm using. Yeah. And then, so as a method of payment, it's e-bucks there. And then I went to the e-bucks. How many e-bucks I have? I have e-bucks that can cover that. So I said, it was. One Sunday, is it two weeks back? Sunday evening after year, I, I was, when do I finish preaching? Because I want to go. <laughs> so I went, I went home, you know, and then I was, so I ordered the, the e-bus. You know, Monday it was dispatched. You know, Tuesday, uh, yeah, it was here. Yeah, the guy didn't deliver it. Wednesday morning, I was at their warehouse. I said, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm getting it. Yeah. And so Wednesday evening, you know, this iPad was restored exactly to the previous iPad. Yeah. And so now when I go to Pretoria, going to Apple Store, take it in, change the battery, then I'll get back my which I will use. So this will go to the office, you know, for office work and, and so forth. You know. So I didn't spend a cent to get the iPad. That's overflow. That's abundance. That's the wisdom of God. Yeah. So one one small idea can change your whole life. But the blessing must be working in your life. Amen? Amen. And so, we need to make sure that we are in the overflow, that God is just working for us. I know that this week we have been challenged to go deeper, to go higher. You know, to go further in God. Let us respond. And we'll see God really helping us. Did you gain something from the Lord? Praise God. We thank God. Let's say, let's stand up and we say this together. Say, Father God, I thank you for your wisdom, for your understanding that you have given me in Jesus name I thank you God that I know what to do 
in every situation. You have given me wisdom to succeed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that I will walk in that wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.